This is Far From Home. I'm Scott Gurian. So I've heard from several of you who enjoyed my last episode where I re-released some stories I originally produced during my time in Oklahoma many years ago. As I've continued sorting through my archives, I came across one more short radio piece I made back then that I thought I might share with all of you today. It's about another cultural phenomenon I got to experience that was unique to that part of the United States. You see, Oklahoma is right above Texas, so cowboys and rodeos are pretty popular in that region of the country. And Oklahoma also bears the unfortunate distinction of having one of the highest rates of incarceration of any U.S. state. So wild as it sounds, someone at some point got the bright idea to try combining those two things. Now, some of you might be entertained by what you're about to hear, and some of you might be horrified, or maybe you'll fall somewhere in the middle. But for me, the craziest thing is that this event even happened at all. So although I have mixed feelings, I'm glad I was able to be there to document it. Okay, enough with the disclaimers. Here's my story. Under overcast skies and a setting sun, about 100 inmates from 11 correctional centers gathered at the Oklahoma State Penitentiary in McAllister, Oklahoma, for the 67th annual Oklahoma Prison Rodeo. The event billed itself as the world's only behind-the-walls rodeo, and it's one of only two remaining prison rodeos in the country. Oklahoma State Penitentiary Warden's Assistant Terry Crenshaw says it's a holdover from a time when such events were commonplace. Years ago, you actually even had inmate baseball teams, inmate football teams. Uh, I grew up here in McAllister, and it was just a huge event. The entire community would come out, and over the years it had kind of slowed, but there's a new interest in rodeo now. A lot more people is... uh, participating and coming watching rodeos and stuff. It's just a fun-filled family event. Which is sort of ironic since the prison rodeo is pretty different from most places you would take your family, like, say, swimming at the pool or having a picnic at the zoo. With its high brick walls and aging guard turrets, the rodeo arena looks a bit like a fortress, which it kind of is. And then there are the rows of spiral barbed wire behind the concession stand selling popcorn. Front and center, below the bright glare of the stadium lights, are the inmates in their own section of the bleachers. They're surrounded by a high chain-link fence and more barbed wire, and they wear borrowed cowboy hats and boots, as well as colored shirts identifying their correctional center teams. Competition is fierce to score one of these coveted seats, since about 1,000 inmates try out for the rodeo, but only a little more than 100 actually make it each year. In his 13th prison rodeo, Danny Lyles is easily the veteran of the group. This is a little taste of being free, you know what I mean? It's one time where for two days I can get my mind out of being in prison, and uh, that's good. What is it like? I mean, you spend the whole year thinking about this mentally and physically preparing for it, and then you get out in a bowl and you could get bucked off in five seconds. You know, that sucks because you have to wait for a whole another year. To uh, I had that happen year before last. You know, something happened. I drew, I drew down the rope wrong. When he come out, it blew my hand out, and uh, I landed right there in front of the chute. <clears throat> I hate that. As Lyles chats and later jokes with the prison guards, you'd never guess that he's been in the slammer two and a half decades for murder. Nor would you imagine inmate Daryl Winters is 22 years into a 50-year sentence for robbery with a dangerous weapon. You know, this is like a vacation. Your two-week vacation, this is my two-day vacation. 
and I get to risk my life for a little money, you know, but it's enjoyment. It's time to uh, prove that uh, I'm something other than a convict. I'm close to a professional uh, uh, rodeo. And he's not kidding. When it comes time for the bareback riding event, the stall doors open and Winters emerges on a bucking bronco, holding on for dear life. At one point, he's totally hanging off the side, but he somehow manages to keep his grip, and 9,000 fans erupt in loud applause. Bill Winters, he completes his ride of six seconds in the bareback riding. As he returns victorious to the inmate bleachers, Winters' fellow inmates pat him on his back, and he flashes a toothless grin. How was that? It was kind of rough, man. Yeah. Kind of hard. It's always hard, though. When you're old man, I'm 45, so... I feel like I'm 25. Congratulations. That's Michael Pride. The rodeo continues with events like calf roping, steer wrestling, a wild horse race, and bull poker, where inmates sit at a table in the middle of the arena while a bull is let loose to charge at them. Then comes the moment for which everyone's been waiting. the hard way folks make some noise tonight here we go in money the hard way all 110 inmates chase a bull around the arena trying to grab a hundred dollar bill tied between its horns without getting bored too badly as you watch, it's hard not to laugh because there's an element of it all that looks like a ridiculous slapstick comedy routine. Then you catch yourself and suddenly feel really guilty for forgetting just how dangerous it all must be. After two and a half minutes, Daryl Winters is again proclaimed the winner. Well, the boy just was sitting there and, uh, you know, he was like, come get the money, so I just went and grabbed it. I didn't get touched. <laughs> Unscathed. Winters says it's nice to get $100. After all, that's about four months of prison wages. But in the end, it's really not about the money. Inmate Danny Lyles agrees. See, I could sit in here and just do time, you know what I mean? I could just settle down, or I can uh, come out here and think about this, and uh, this is my focus. Man, I've been in for 25 years, so this has kind of kept me. You know, uh, kept my mind from just submitting to uh, becoming institutionalized. By the time the night was over, one female inmate had been carried away on a plastic stretcher, blood pouring from her nose, and another returned from the medic with her arm in a sling. In addition to the danger element, the rodeo has also come under some fire from local politicians angry at the high cost of paying overtime for prison guards providing security. And animal rights activists called the event cruel and said that a prison should be the last place in the world to encourage violence. But state and prison officials said they had no intention of messing with a tradition that was a boost to the local economy and attracted attention from around the world. I originally produced that story back in 2007, and no one realized it then, but that would be one of the last times the rodeo would take place. Three years later, the Oklahoma Department of Corrections canceled the event, citing a tight state budget, a personnel shortage, and crumbling conditions at the rodeo arena. Now, more than a decade later, there have been calls to revive the event. 
The prison's warden commissioned an engineering study last year about making necessary repairs to the stadium, and Oklahoma's governor says he supports efforts to bring the rodeo back, so we might not have seen the end of it. 